0: Hi, welcome to the Shallow Dive on the Dafiomi. I hope you enjoy. Let's start the Mishnah, I Vova babes. Amoni, Moavi, Asurim. Those that come from the nations of Amon and Moab, the males are prohibited. Visuron Isra'olam. And the prohibition of them marrying into the Jewish people does not ever fall off. However, the women and females coming from Ammon and Moab are permitted right away. They convert. They can marry into the Jewish people. Not Kohanim. But other than that, there's no special restriction were the women coming from Amun and Moab. Mitzri Adomi. To other nations that are restricted. They are prohibited until three generations. So if someone converts from either Mitzri or Adomi, either Egyptian or an Edomite, so they are not allowed to marry into the Jewish people, their next generation, is not allowed to marry into Jewish people. The third generation is. Echad This prohibition is for both males and females. Rabbi Shimon says, no, Mitzray and Adomi are like Amin that the women are permitted if they convert immediately. Rabbi Shimon says, this is A logical deduction, what in a case that the males are prohibited indefinitely? In such a case, women are permitted. That's the case of Amoni and Moavi. Miad right away. In the place where there's no prohibition for the males, El Ad other than for three generations. Which is not controversial by Mr. and Adomi. Enodin Is it not a Kavahomer? Should I not say all the more so that the females should be permitted immediately? lo, they said to him to Kabo, if you have a Messaris that this is really the case, okay, say accept it. But if you're coming from this Kavakomer, we have what to say to you. Meaning we not make this kabokhome. Al He said to them, No, rather, this is a Halacha that I'm saying. Rashi explains, me in Even if this is a kabhome that I'm saying on my own, I can respond to your objections. But nonetheless I am saying a tradition. They said they were willing to accept it. We don't make this differentiation. The Isir does apply to males and females from Mitzrayim and Edom until the third generation. Let's see the Gemara. Where do we derive this from? We're trying to work on the Limud. The first Limud, which is not controversial, Ammoni and Moavi, that converts coming from Ammon and Moav, although the prohibition is indefinite for the males, the females... Can marry into the Jewish people immediately. Where do we derive this from? Rabbi Yochanan says that the verse states, David, "When Shaul saw David melech going out to confront the Philistine Goliath, al Avner Sar Ben hanak he said to his general, Avner, the son of who is this, whose son is this, this lad? Avner. He's asking his general. But Yomir Avner, and Avner responded, "Hanaf by your life the king, imiodati, if I have known. Sounds like he didn't know. V'lo And Did he not really know? Avner is the general. He doesn't know who this is. He doesn't know who his father is. Vaksit, we have a verse. It says in this passage, Bayola David al Shaol, al And David was brought before Shaul, and he stood before him, Meod, and he loved him greatly. But he and he was his arms bearer. Ella Rather, he was asking about. His pedigree from his father. He didn't know who his father was. We have another verse. Referring to David Mel's father. What does that teach us? This is Yisha, the father of David be akhlosa ya taba akhlosa be akhlosa that he had quite an entourage he went in with Rashi says Sar sarshal shishimribo he was uh, in charge of 60 10000s um arrived he came up for david this is referring to yishai the father of david shnechnas be akhlosa ya sabah he went in and out with a great entourage. And as she explains, He was a minister over 600,000. So certainly he was himself quite well known to Avner, who was the general. The question could not have been, who is David's father? David was known, and Yishai, his father, was known. Halchi Zil Shol imi Peretz Asi imi Zerach Rather, this is what Shol was asking Avner. Go and find out if David, the son of Ishai, comes from the family of Peretz or the family of Zerah. They knew he was from the Shevet of Yehuda. The question was, which family of Yehuda? That was the question. Imi Peretz Malkahavi. Sheol felt quite confident that if he was from the family of peretz, that he would ultimately become king. <inaudible> because a king breaks through to make for himself a path. <inaudible> and no one can stop him. <inaudible> and if Dove ben comes from the family of Zerach, then he will be a dignitary, but not a king. Rashi. Shemelch parades G'doros shalachir. He breaks through the constructs of others. To make for himself a straight path from his home to his garden, to his orchard, to his vineyard. If he's from Peretz, he will be the king. If he's from Zerach, al Mahavi, to Because he saw, Shaul saw within David the characteristics of royalty. There's no way he's not going to be a leader. He is a leader. The question is, will he be the king? This particular Aspect of kingship is interesting. There are many halachas that pertain to a king, many characteristics that pertain to a king. Like Rashi says, the Chazabey he saw among within him characteristics of royalty. David seemed to be fit for leadership. That was not a question. But this particular aspect, is he from Peretz? Shemalach Peretz. This aspect of the king, to break through barriers. This is perhaps David's character that stems from being a descendant of Peretz. It's not coincidental. Zenitziv explains in Balak Chavdalad Yudzain when Bilom says describing the future I shall see it but not now, and I gaze, but it is not close by. Dorach Miakov. There shall burst forth a star from Jacob, the calm Misra, and a tribe shall get up from Israel. And he shall smash the heads of Moab the Karkar, and he shall rattle all of the sons of Seth. So the nativ explains that this verse is referring to both David and Melech Dorach kochav Miakov ze' David. appears Dorach what does it mean, Dorach? He made a path for himself. This is the signature feature of Davarmel. Melach. The Boaz is And this is a trait that finds its way through his ancestry. Boaz made Rus from ah that's the sigil we're working on the oz a the dolas meshbacha kmoshe gesart to be safe vibrations mcrai de mecha umrochas kah olam machava she doved um sheach this was already in the divine plan for msheach come from David, both of them from Rus. Coming right up. This is built into the framework of creation. This is not a new development. Boaz was the leader, the luminary in his generation. He was the judge and the great of his generation. Nonetheless, when he married Ros, it was not Alpir He did not do so through Ruchah Kodesh. Interesting terminology. He didn't do it in the way of the Jewish custom. It's not a standard Shachonus situation. It wasn't a regular match from his family. Rather, it was on a lower level of Yaakov, not Yisrael. It's a symbol of simplicity, not greatness. To a certain sense, it was beneath his dignity. He needed to get married. And she was a good woman. So he married her the the anticipated result based on this development of this union would be that such a woman who does not have youth she does not have ancestral greatness so the children would not necessarily be great. Avol vasher kamo balichos teva hagashmius molach melech poritz lassos lo just as in the physical sense, a king bursts forth to make for himself a path. Kach balichos teva ruchnis, so too in the spiritual nature, kamosha kasafti oab besefi Just like in the story with Tamar, that also was not a standard shidduch, but Peretz comes forth. This is a feature that we find again and again By Yehuda and Tamar later Boaz and Rus and ultimately by Malach Moshiach that the nature of the Malchus is to break forth from the confines and constructs of what would be expected and to ele- to be elevated above the Expectations. So that's Dorach Kochab Miyakov is going on, Davar Melech, who burst forth this path, Kochab, Madas, Yaakov, also Lodere Chadosha. This star from Yaakov, from the congregation of Jacob, which is symbolic of the simple, Harshel Yidin, also Loderech, he made for himself a path, Chadosha, a new path. From that came forth David. This is the, again, a signature of David HaMelech and his monarchy. And Sha'ol sees this. Sha'ol sees that he is bursting forth as a leader He's not sure, though. Is he from Peretz or is he from Zerach? And David, of course, is from Peretz. And as we know, he became the king. My time, Amor leh, My, Rashi says, my Chaza, Mistafi Malchusa. What did he see? What did Shol see? That was the catalyst to ask Avner, his general, to inquire about David's ancestry, David and Yishai's ancestry, that he was afraid that he would take over the kingdom. What happened? R'chisiv, verse states, By Shol as David, Madol. Shol clothed David with his own personal garb, Kimidasa, which was his own measure and miraculously it fit david amela concerning david it is written <laughs> shoal was exceptionally tall he was head and shoulders above the rest so this is quite miraculous that shoal Cloaked David with his garments and it fit David? So he saw this is a simon that he would take the Malchus. He wanted to know if it was certain or if it was just that he had traits of leadership. Omale doeg adomi. So doeg adomi responded, Malchus. Until you ask concerning him, is he fit for the kingship? Imlav, or not. Ask about him. Is he fit to marry into the Jewish people, or not? My time What's the reasoning? Why did Doeg present a doubt about Dovid's lineage? At so first, himself is a Domi. After he himself had a so, Kol the Mumaposel, he had a Natiya to find Psul, even though it wasn't there. David Tako was not possible. but Doeg was Psul, Lachera. Okoponim, what was his shtikaltera? My timeo. What was his reasoning that Doeg HaAdomi thought that David was ineligible? Because David came from Rus, was from Moab. As our mishnah said that did not apply the prohibition does not apply to the females neither from amon or moab amelie abner abner responded to doigadomi Tanino. it was taught to us amoni vlamo amonis our mishnah only the males muavi vlamoavis from both amon and moab we don't have a restriction other than the males al so G'adomi responded, if that's the way you learn it, then the Pasik says, Mamzer, why don't you darish and flo Mamzeras? And the halocha is that a Mamzer or Mamzeras are not allowed to marry into the congregation. Mamzer Xiv Mumzar. So Abner responded. Mamzer Ksiv Mumzar actually explains Mumzaros. Mamzer is describing the problem that there's a blemish of this. Person being created from a union that they should have been foreign to each other, they should not have been together. So that's a description of Mamzer, but not the male Mamzer versus the fem- female Mamzer. Mash Amoni, and Moavi are describing the males of the respective nations. Mithri vilomithris, which is tackle what we saw Reb Shimon says in the Mishnah. Shani ha'cha, the first time of the Krah. So th- this Gemara is going not like Reb Shimon, like the Tanakamah. It says the prohibition of mitzri does apply, and the domi, on the males and the females until the third generation. That's different because the verse states. On the matter that they did not bring forward to you bread and and water, on the road when you left Egypt, and concerning the matter that they hired Bilam, the son of Baor from Sar Aram Naharaim, to curse you. This critique does not apply to the females. It applies to the males. The males should have gone forth to offer support, help them with bread and water. And there's no complaint against the females. So, Doagedomi pressed forward and he said, Well, even the females could have brought forth for the women. The fact that the men didn't go forth, yes, that's a complaint. But you have also complained against the women. The women should have also given to the women. Ishtik. Abner was silent. He didn't say a response. And right away at that point when Adomi brought Avner to be silent, casting aspersions on Rus as being prohibited. So Shaal Ato Ben Find out who is this before he's called the lad, now he's called the one who's hidden. This is what he said to him. This halacha is hidden from you. Say it to Shalva Beis Medrash. Go and do some research. Ask in the study hall. Find out what the story is. Shal, Amr le'amoni v'lamonis, Mo'avi v'lamavis. So he asked, Do'a g'odomi, went into the Base Medrash, and they said to him, like the Mishnah says, the males of Ammon, not the females, the males of Moab, not the females. The restriction does not apply against both. Like Abner said, <laughs> So doig pressed forward the questions, and they were silent. They did not respond to his question that he said that the women should have gone forward to provide for the Jewish women. And he wanted to make a hachraza, to make an announcement. Doeg wanted to press forward. It's not 100% clear what the hachraza was. At face value, it sounds like a hachraza. He wanted to announce that David and Yushai are not eligible to enter into the congregation. Cannot marry into the Jewish people. That's what Doeg was saying. Till you ask if he's fit for the kingship, ask if he's allowed to marry into the Jewish people. That's the Parshim Then Ben says that he was just trying to get him knocked out of Sanhedrin. They shouldn't be considered Mishpachos Miochossos, the Pashma Shmoh Sulcherim is that he wanted to say it's Asa to marry. Miad right away, what happened? Va'mosa ben Ish, and Amasa, the son of a man, Shmo Yisrah Israeli. Amasa's father was the man Yisrah, the Israelite. Shabbat Avigail Bas Nachash, who he Married Abigail, the, son, the daughter of Nachash, Achos who who is the sister. Abigail is the sister of of the mother of Yoab. Truya is the sister, not just of Abigail, in this verse, but also the sister of Dabramak. So what happened? We have another verse, that says, before he's called Yisra HaYisraeli, Yisra the Israelite, and here he's called Yisra haYismaeli, Yeser the Ishmaelite. What's going on here? So, what did he do? Omar Rava, Rava says that this designation as the Ishmaelite is teaching us. Ki that he bore a, a sword or a dagger like an Ishmaelite. And anybody who doesn't hear and accept this halacha will be stabbed with the sword or the dagger. This I have received in tradition from the court of Shmuel. Aramasi, Amoni Muavi That the prohibition, who is restricted from the nations of Ammon and Moab, only the males, not the females. Like the Mishnah said, like this is the base midrash, like Adner said. So Yiseth, Hayishmaeli, or Yisra Hayisraeli, the same fellow, who married this woman Adigail, who is David's sister. He's got the same problem. He married from this family and he did an interesting interesting act over here. He took out a sword. Like an Ishmaelite. So, what's going on over here? Mfarshim, struggling to understand precisely what he's trying to do, why it's like Yishmaili. Let's take a look at the Gemara. Yisra Yisra'eli asheva. Kach have b'sefer Shmuel, Near the farish. So we have, as the Gemara says, two different designations, Yisra'eli, What's the pshat? Kibon she'en m'farish eze shem eke. We don't know what is the primary name, Oh, David Israeli. Certainly, he was from the Israelites. <speaking in Hebrew> Therefore, we have a drasha: Shechaba <speaking in Hebrew> Cherbo that he had his sword like an Ishmaelite. If <speaking> anyone <in Hebrew> anybody doesn't accept this halacha. Dehainu she David hu Yisraeli velo to accept that Dovr who was going to be the king, is a Jew and not saddled with the soul of Ammoni, is not considered a male descendant of Ammon. Edoke should be stabbed with a sword. <speaking in Hebrew> the Jerusalem Talmud is not sure what his actual name was. <speaking in Hebrew> Over there, it also says that he did this act over here with the sword or the dagger like an Ishmaelite because of why does it say this designation that he acted like an Ishmaelite over here? Should have said like an Edomite. In the Torah, who is the one that lives by the sword? It's Edom, from Esau. Ve'ulai dekiras cheref umidik negemidom, fidas doig damonis umo'avis bchal iser ve'la kabel mehem gi'eres. Maybe. Such rare word. They're saying maybe. The idea of Yeshmaeli is. In response to Doeg HaDomi's com- complaint that David is possible, that it's mida connected me according to Doeg, measure for measure, that Amonis and Moavis are included in the Isr, and therefore in the Ka'ba they should not be accepted as converts. Ve'aboh pogin. And therefore, the one who does marry the convert from Amunah Moab, so he should be stabbed like Kanoim Pogabo, because the conversion should not have been accepted. As it says by Pinchas, that he stabbed them both. By the Moavis. The Dvash Tamar explains what has to do with Yishma'eli, that this is a remez, that it was essentially an illicit relationship according to Doeg, Rus should not have been converted, and therefore it's subject to Kanun Pogimbo, and this is a a terrible tragedy according to Doeg Adomi, that you have Psulim in Klaalisro. It is pretty dohik. How How is this Shaykh to Din Bala Ramis? And Din Torah, even a Basker Tosho, is not Knan Pogan Bol. Certainly, a giyris, even if she's also a call, even if that would be the case. The Urla Nair says There is an opinion in the Jerusalem Talmud that Yisra Ishmaeli was a convert from Ishmael. <speaking in Hebrew> Beneath that, we can explain why he is framed as taking out his sword or dagger, like an Ishmaelite. Like, Sherei Enishmaol Bal El That was the Kasha. Say he did it like Esav, like an Edomite. Mach- Me Very dochik teretz, not a little dochik, like very dochik. Befrat Masha Kosav Zi'i Amoni Afila Amonis Kenayim Pogimbo. Tamuo, this is a wonder. It's a wild answer. she also loved and Gary Even if there's a prohibition to enter into the community through marriage, certainly the conversion is a good conversion, and the person is completely Jewish. Now, just to push back a little on his taina, the, the fundamental change, the in terms of conversion. Is the heter on the Isuribia? Where is Hilchas Geirus in the Ramah? It's in Isuribia. Who are you not allowed to marry? The focal point of the conversion is a heter, now you're allowed to marry them. They're allowed to marry you. There's no isra as a guy to marry Israel, but now it's a for Yisrael to marry them. So, as much as that's not the case, Lachura, the Marsha is learning, it's a Reyes and the Geirus. It's not a full Geirus. Because that's what Geriz does. Geriz makes a Heteh. L'chera, that's... It's a Doche. L'chera, that's not the whole story. They're fully... The, the Iker of Geriz is that they're M'choy Mitzvahs. But it is telling that the Rambam does put it in Yisra Rebiyah. al that's a Taina. A Shtaka Taina. It says, is Yisrael Gomer, she's Yisrael Gmurah, Yisrael is Gmurah, so how could it be at all Shaykh that can have in Pogimbo? Aval, l'ami azayti yishlomai yomim Ezra This man calls Ben This verse in Dibra yomim was written by Ezra, and it's in the time frame of the exile of the Babylonians. And Yishmoel Ben Nisanu, he was the one who killed B'cherav Gedaliah. He killed Gedaliah Ben Achikam, the governor of Judea. And he, he piled up many corpses. Yosib Yermiel, as says in prophet Jeremiah, chapter 41, He filled up in the pit many corpses. And therefore it would appear that the stereotype of anybody who kills by the sword, they would call him an Ishmaelite, ben In the villainous identification with the assassin, Yishmael ben Eli, And that's why Ezra called Yisra an Ishmaelite. He was acting in such a way, threatening to kill somebody who didn't accept the Salacha, So that was like Yishmael ben Asanyo. That's why he's called Yishmaeli. That was the way of portraying somebody in in a manner who uh, acted, someone who acted like Yishmael. According to the Arthaner, it sounds like this is a a very negative view of what Yisra HaYishmaeli did, interestingly enough. Well, he's explaining it. Obviously, Yishmael ben Asanya, in the wake of his murders, we have a fast, some Gedalia. He's saying that it's like, although not that he didn't actually kill anybody, but the threat itself is viewed in a very negative light, according to Ar explanation. Ben-Yoyah a different mahalach. Why is he being described as an Ishmaelite? The sword is typically associated with Esau, the father of Edom. His blessing is to live by the sword. Also, later we find Edom is threatening to go out and greet the Jewish people by this with a sword. The one who is appointed over yishmal is the snake. He is on the water of the right. The Sam. Esau has appointed over him the Samach Mem the Iwa al-Eish that is not the water but the fire the Hum Ismala that's on the left this is various aspects of the Yitzhahara connect on Meshach ben David, mimin al-vatel es Yishmol she'um atzad ben David corresponds to the right to negate Yishmol who's on the right Meshach ben Yosef batel al-Eish Esau Shumit and Mashiach Ben Yosef will nullify Esau, which is on the left. Since this was an attempt to sully the good standing of Yishai, the father of David, to invalidate him from further marrying into the Jewish people, it says about David. That he died solely from the bite of the snake, meaning he did not sin personally. Only from the decree caused by the eating of the fruit that was through the enticement of the snake in the Garden of Eden. Therefore, he took out his sword like an Ishmaelite. That. Yishmael is has appointed over him the snake. the kivon she al David she also klipas since this matter also was an attempt not just to exclude Yishai and David, but ultimately to exclude Melech Mashiach, So it was an attempt to prevent the nullification of the husk of Yishma. Therefore, he took his sword, like an Ishmaelite, to hint at what will be achieved by Melech HaMoshe'ah, because this was also an attack against him. Still, it's hard for me to understand why it says, he girded his sword like an Ishmaelite. It sounds like the way they bear their swords is different from Adam and other nations. Okay, so he's addressed why Ishmael, but why the way he wears the sword is different. Everybody, has their sword in the same way. Different nations don't carry their swords differently. Not just Adam, but all the nations, they have their swords in a scabbard that is long at their side. It's exposed, it's very clear if somebody has a sword. Even the Ishmaelites have a similar way of carrying a sword. But most Ishmaelites don't just have the long sword, but they have another one, a short one. They have a dagger. And they don't have this hanging on their body in a way that's revealed the sophnatic sword it has a sheath but it is hidden the hookots are it's short and its tip is sharp the horgenbah medekira and they kill through stabbing. adokarnos of the gof cuz they stab people the rubam shishmam no some have zakhkor and most of do have this type of dagger ah gadomem eindak begavze but most adamites don't have the dagger Ella Rak just the long sword that hangs at their side, from half of their body below, so from the waist down. Vina Mishum It's known the halacha is one should not enter into the study hall with a sword or a spear. It's Der Things can get heated in the base medrash, could get dangerous. Don't bring your sword into the Bees <speaking> in <Hebrew> And it's known that in the olden days, they used to have a guardian stand at the entrance of the study hall. <speaking in Hebrew> that they would have a bouncer. Not anybody can come into base yisra <speaking> in <Hebrew> Therefore, this fellow, Yisra <speaking in Hebrew> Yisraeli, If he would wear the long sword, like... Adamites, that's exposed, visible, open carry. The bouncer would say, get out of here. You can't come to the base medrash. Therefore, he had the short dagger. That's the way of the Ishmaelites to carry. And it's hidden. Therefore, he was able to get into the Bis medrash without being seen. He was not held back. And then, when he came close to the chachamim who were learning Torah, he unsheathed this dagger and threatened. But also, he held it in his hand to the eyes of all present and said, "Anybody who doesn't accept this halacha." That only the males from Amen are excluded, not the females, he'll be stabbed with this dagger. And that's why it says he shall be stabbed with a sword. It doesn't say he should be slaughtered by the sword. This type of sword that is called a dagger it's used for stabbing to kill people. What's not so? It's different by. The sword that is longer, Hunikr saif, that's called a saif. Shrita, that's used to kill in a way that's called shrita, not dakira. That's his text. There's another hasbir, not just that he is like an Ishmaelite in terms of the symbolism of what Mashiach David is going to accomplish. Is coming to oppose the restriction that Doha wants to prevent ultimately Meshach and Dovid. But also the way that the weapon is worn is a dagger that the Ishmaelites wear. A hidden dagger. Another Teretz. Actually we could say another Teretz. Going back to Bilam's. Description of the future, we find a couple of verses later, khabez Kemiliah Livar Kain, Adma Asher Tishbeka. The Nitziv says this is referring to Yishmar. It says the Loshan Asher, Eina Kavana al Uma Asher, it doesn't mean the Assyrians that were in the first temple. They don't find that they did anything harmful against the descendants of Cain. He says, what does Osher mean? It's a general term of ascension. <speaking in Hebrew> he says, we also find other great kingdoms, not necessarily Osher, assyria per se but it's also a way of referring to the persians paras but because they ruled with great wealth and great success they're called asher this is a general rule asher does not only mean the nation of assyria but medinas asher also, the faith of Ishmael was also encompassing the lands of Assyria. They had an extraordinarily rapid rise. In contrast with the subsequent verse, or actually two verses later, that speaks about Adam, Adam has a slow ascent through much blood till adom till Rome, became the dominant world power, it was a great battle, many battles, many generations. But the faith of Ishmael, of Islam, first conquered in Arabia, the Arabian desert, they also conquered the Canaanites, hema the they were riders, and they were lost. began mehem harbe imon So, the Natziv learns that this part is describing Ishmael, and then the next verse says, mishalo and he picked up, lifted up his parable, and he declared, oi mi who can live from the placing of God, the forcing of God, the one who forces God in the world, which, by the way, this it doesn't point this out, but he's talking in the previous verse about Ishmael, Emunah Ishmael, the faith of Ishmael, Islam, and Misumo is like Ishmael. the. Making herd, God, the forcing of God. it says, who could live?" In there are many nations that conquer. in order to broaden their kingdom expansion. they don't seek to destroy. Only the leadership, the king, they want to destroy the monarchy, the infrastructure, the princes. They're not trying to destroy the nation. They want to rule the nation. This is not true for one who fights for faith. They wage war and destroy anybody who doesn't accept their God, like them. Bilan saw this and cried out. Woe, who can live from the one who is forcing God? This is unbearable. This is describing Yishmael. Yishmael, who conquers with a sword, forcing his faith on all, great and small alike, who come under his scimitar. So here we have another teretz. Yes, er, yishma'eli, that he is trying to force this theological debate with a sword. That is like Yishma. Esau has a sword. He lives by the sword. He conquers, he expands, builds Rome, Is a builder. Very nice. Yes, it can be vicious and cutthroat, destroy the opposition, but he's not out to get each and every every last one. He's not destructive. Yishma, has a different agenda. Yishmael is trying to conquer and bring everybody under the domination of his religion. Yishmael shall be heard, God. Mi'ichem is sumo'el. Who could live from the forcing of God? So that's, why Yisra, ha- not just HaYisraeli, he was an Israelite, but he acted like Yisra ishmaeli that he wanted to force this halacha, this is not a very Jewish way of settling a debate. This is an Ishmaelite way of settling a debate. Who is right? Is Doeg right? Is the Kabbalah right? Of course the Kabbalah is right. But this vehicle of using the sword, that is an Ishmaelite tactic. So in, in that sense, it's that it is a bit of a pejorative over here. It may not be Ishmael uh, ben Nisanya who murdered, assassinated Gedali ben Achikam, but also Ishmaeli. This is the modus operandi, how the Ishmaelites in their faith expand, typically in a manner of brute force. Muhammad was not very good at convincing converts, got a few, but he was very good at forcing converts at the point of the sword or the scimitar. That was his specialty. And those who followed after him. So another Mahalach. Continuing in the Gemara. And is he believed? Very nice. Got some antics of the sword. But is he believed? And we were taught by Rabbi Abba in the name of Rav. Any Tamil Chokham who. Gives a ruling of the halacha. What is the correct halachic ruling? What is Torah law? Im karamaysa amra If he said the halacha before the act, whenever it was relevant, then it is accepted. Im But if it's not prior, then he did not accept it. So obviously, yeset Ayishmo eli is too late. He's, he's already married. He's already potentially having his sons at risk of being disqualified as being descendants of Moab. So therefore, he's no gay, bedavar. Why is it accepted? Rashi says, Im When the question came to his hands, Amra, he declared what the halacha was the Shana al-Tamirah, taught his students, the base Medrash, the Shem Rabbo, Shomalot. He taught it in the, in, in the base Medrash, the House of Study, to, in the name of his Rebbe, it should be accepted. Bishas At the time that he gives hora, Vim lav, ain Shema, meisah, Maybe, he didn't say it, because, that was truly, what his Rebbe taught him, But maybe it's an extrapolation based on the pressures of the current situation. And it's not necessarily precisely what his rabbi said. Rashi is not saying that we're accusing him of being disingenuous, but perhaps he has an Egeus. And therefore, it's not to be accepted at face value. It should be subject to pushback. It could be that this is not necessarily the case. So why should we accept this? Why should Yasseri Shema'ili, with his declaration and his sword or dagger, scimitar, whatever it was, why should we accept it? Shanihacha. This case is different. This is not some lost tradition. Shmuel and his court are in session. So this is not a problem. Rashi says There's no question about the authenticity. Shmuel is here. His court is here. This is just a, taking a strong line to defend what is known and discernible to anybody who goes to find out, but it's not a matter of trusting him. You're right. He's obviously enmeshed in the situation because he's married into this family. But nonetheless, it is a tradition that can be easily verified. Nonetheless, it's hard to understand. Meaning, what was the answer to the question? Whether it was in the base medrish or before that, Avner. A question was posed and no answer was given. Why is it? that the restriction should only be for the males from Amun al-Moab and, and not for the females. So, one answer is that the glory of the daughter of the king is to be within, not to be going out. So, it's not a complaint against the daughters of Amon or moab that they didn't go out, asher that they did not go forward to greet the Jewish people as they left Egypt with provisions, that's not a complaint against the women. Amri, Amakra, either in the West, in Israel, or in the name of Rebitzchok, they said the answer why only the males and not the females from these two nations are excluded, based on the verse, that the angels... When they came to greet Avram, they're hosted by Avram. So they said, Where is Sarah your wife? And he responded, Behold, in a tent. So, Lochara, this is another verse highlighting the value of a woman being out of the limelight, not being in a public eye. Presumably the proof is from the fact that these three, although they're angels, are presenting themselves as non-Jewish, even idolatrous travelers, and yet, even among the Gentiles, this is a praise. This is a praise that they say, where is your wife? Behold, she is in a tent. This is something of value, even amongst the non-Jews, and therefore, the fact that she didn't come out, maybe they have their wives with them, who knows, maybe she should come out. No, it's praiseworthy, they recognize this praise, so there's no complaint against the women from Aminah because this is a value that we do not impose upon the women to go out into the public eye not amongst the Jews or the Gentiles. So that's the Territz. Roshonim are bothered. The iri over here, others. How do we understand what exactly happened? Did Moab provide provisions for Jewish people or not? Let's take a look. Says in Dvarim, Perak Pasuk Chavtes, Kasher also live in Esav, as was done for me, the sons of Esav, by the sons of Esav that dwell in Seir. What was done? In the previous verse, Ochabakasef, Tashbireni, Vochalti. I ate, I paid for my provisions, Maimbakasef, Titenli, Yeshasisi, and water was purchased with silver, was given to me and I drank. Just let me pass through by my feet, give me a, a path to go through. This is a request to Sihon, the king of Hezbon. This is a peaceable request and it's presented as something that has already been done successfully. also Like was done for me by the sons of Esau that dwell in Seir. Apparently, they provided food and water, at least for, for money. And the Moabites that dwelled in Ar. Until the Jordan, to the land that the Lord our God has given to us. Okay, so didn't work. Sihon wasn't interested. Bar Hashem increased the inheritance of the Jewish people. But we have a problem over here. We have Mo'avim clearly did provide ochel and ma'im. So my high. Why are they being castigated for not having provided? So the Meiri says that it was only those that dwell in Ar. A small group of Mo'avim did offer provisions to the Jewish people but most of them did not so on the whole the nation did not and therefore they are prevented from joining the Jewish people as Ramban says being Jewish at the core requires a sense of gratitude and that gratitude is something that Amun should have had for the descendants of Abram who was instrumental in their existence and their survival he saved Lot, he rescued him from being a captive. So the fact that they do not have this trait of gratitude invalidates them from joining the Jewish people. Although we find some of them did, apparently. So that's something that Roshon are bothered by. B'nezra over here says, Many say as a resolution, that they did not come forward to give provisions to the Jewish people, but they only uh, sold. Only the Jewish people were only able to get bread and water by paying for it. That's another Terence. And the Me'iri says that it was a minority, only those coming from Ar actually brought forth provisions to the Jewish people, but the majority of Moab did not. Another Terence, is that what was expected was as a show of gratitude, that there should be provisions given to this nation, offered freely, as an expression of gratitude, not just begrudgingly sold. The Losh and Kidmo is is mashing a little bit that they, they should have come forward, and it could be they didn't come forward only when Israel came to them. Were they willing to sell, but they didn't make their goods available even for sale. They didn't come out to try and help support the Jewish people, even for pay. Another mahalak. But only when they were, uh, when the Jewish people came to them. Then, uh, were they willing to uh, to offer provisions? That Ozemter says more that since the Jewish people had a right to take it, so then they decided to sell rather than just uh, have a total loss that they're willing to pay for it, but if they're not going to be offered, these goods are not going to be offered for sale, then since the Jewish people have a right to take it, so then they offered it for sale. But the taina was that they should have been uh, freely willing, not just uh, pushed into a corner willing to sell when the alternative was just to have it taken. Akopanin, this is a kasha. One, one degree or another, you have to be miashiv. Why is it we do find that there's some element of provisions being offered, at least by some members of Moab, and nonetheless, they are all excluded? Let's see, Tosos. If the halacha was offered, the harah was given before. It was relevant before it was already a personal issue for the one giving the ruling, then it is accepted. This is, Rabbi says specifically, when he himself personally is enmeshed in the circumstance and stands to gain by this ruling. they Yisra, like Yisra, He needed this Hara. Yishai he married the daughter of Yishai. He married Abigail, David's sister, and his children, his male children, were at risk for all the generations. <laughs> That other examples where this rule is mentioned is where the person who is saying over a ruling in the name of a teacher, of his Rebbe, is nonetheless already in need of this ruling based on his current circumstance. But if he himself doesn't need this ruling, then it is accepted, even though he didn't issue it until the time when it was relevant. Continuing the Gemara, Dorash Rava, What is the implication of the verse that you have opened that which bound me? Rashi says, Mosros These are the straps that tie on the yoke to the oxen. Pitahto, a You open them up that you permitted. The women from the nations of Amon. So David is declaring this gratitude that God opened up that which held him back from being part of the Jewish people. There were two straps that were bounding, that were bound upon me, and you open them. These two were Rus. Who is from Moab, and Namo who is from Ammon. Rashi, Namo Imosh Rachava, she is the mother of Rachav, the wife of Shlomo Moal, Meno Yotso of David, and from her comes forth the royal line of the house of David. So both of these women would have been excluded had we not had the Tarash had, the Drasha that it's only Ammoni, not Ammonis, and Muavi, not Muavis. Both were necessary for Malchus based of it. Doresh, ravah ravah had a further drasha. Ma'i what that which is written. Ravos, asis ha'ato adonai alaynu filo sakhah, machshifo alenu. Alaylo nema, this pasuk in tehillim Memvav. Ravos, asis ha'ato adonai lohai Great and wondrous are the deeds that you, our God, our God have and our thoughts, your thoughts on us. What does it mean on us? on me, was not stated. Elo. Rather it says, Elenu, concerning us. This teaches that Rehavam David's grandson, the son of Shlomo Hamelach. Yosef B'cheika was sitting in his bosom. He was a young child, Sheldavid, by David Hamelach. lo Concerning me and you, with these two verses stated. Different in Which two verses? The uh, marsha quotes. Alav David said on me and on you are these two verses stated in him and his grandson what are the two verses those are the two verses Amoni and Moavi the Marshal disagrees with the Marshal he says he doesn't think that's what the two verses implies Mikros. what are the two verses that's one verse, the Gomer. And the other verse is the exclusion, because they did not come forward to greet you, provide you provisions. Because between these two verses do we derive that the females from Ammon and Moab are permitted. So these are the verses from which we derive the Heter for the Noshim, the women from Ammon to enter the Jewish people. Just to put it in context, clearly the implication of the story as the Gemara presents it, Must have her Chavim being quite young, grandson of David, his son, Shlomo Hamelech, became king at 12 years old. So, Ochera, as the Gemara says in Sanhedrin, Samechtes Mebez, Doris Rishonim, describing the earlier generations, speaking about this time frame or earlier we find that they matured much earlier. So presumably, that's the Hezber that Rehoboam is possibly four years old already at this time prior to David's death and prior to the ascension of Shalom Aleich to the throne. Dora Shrava, Rava further Darshan. Maidir Siv Alzamati, Hine Bossi, Megillasefer. The Pasig that says in Tehillim, Memchetz, Then I said, Hine, behold, Bossi, Megillasefer, I come, a lie with a scroll of a book that is written concerning me. O David. The drasha is that David said at first, Behold, now I have come. Rashi says, At the time that I was anointed, Now I have come to greatness. And from close now, has been determined for me this greatness. The And I did not know that from the days of Avraham was it already written concerning me in the scroll of the book. What is that referring to? There in the saving of Lot and his daughters from Sodom, the angels say, Get up and take your wife and two daughters that are found. Lest you be swallowed up with the sin of the city, with Sodom. What does it mean, that are found? And here it is written, I found my servant, David, and i've anointed him with the holy oil so these two places nimzos and matasi tell you that's rabbi's drosha that although initially david thought that he was suddenly catapulted to greatness but really it was already the original plan from the times of avram and so, it's those that are found, that's to bring forth David, who is Matsasi, who has been found. The Balaturim in the same parasha says that the Malachim said to Lot, Milcha Fo, Khasan, They warn Lot, Who else do you have here? The son in law. Children, sons and daughters, anything, all that you have in the city, take away from this place. Baltimore explains, Milchafo, who do you have here? Igmatria Boaz. Milchafo is the numeric equivalent of Boaz. Rem is the Boaz, Shiots This is an allusion to the fact that Boaz came forth from there. Now, Lacher, this is a Sumo, because Boaz that he's a descendant from Lot, from Ammon, Moab, Loshimanameolo. Boaz married Rus. And Rus came from there. And it says that Boaz Yotz Misham, it's it's from Chosan, a son in law. That you need to have a son in law coming from there. That's what it means. But again, the same idea that is presented in our Gemara that this idea of Malchus based David, Malchus Mashiach coming forward also, Boaz marrying Rus, this is already part of the equation of the saving of Lot and his daughters, the progenitors of Amon and Moab. Omar Ullah. Ullah said, Omar Rabbi Yochanan, in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, Bas Ger Amoni The daughter of an Ammonite convert is permitted to marry a coin. And the Ridva says even a Koingalo. Amale Rava bar ula, l'ula. Rava, the son of Ulah said to Ullah, Keman, in who is this teaching of Rabbi Yochanan like? If it's like the Tanner of Yehuda, he clearly would disagree. Rabbi says that the daughter, the male convert, is like the daughter of a Chalo. And Cholo, his daughter, is also excluded. So that can't be. It can't be that Rabbi is saying that the daughter of a Ger Amoni is permitted to marry a coin. Vikerbiyossi, and if it's coming to be said in the name of Shito, then that's obvious. Ha Omar, he holds, Av Gershnosgieris, Vitukshel kuna. He holds even a convert that marries a woman convert, their daughter is permitted to marry a coin. So certainly this case, a Bazgeramoni, where it sounds like only one side of the parents is of non-Jewish ancestry, a convert; the other side is Jewish. Of course, that's permitted to marry a coin. So, what is the Chidish of Rabbi Yehuda? V'chi teima, v'hanoch de'ruin lovavka. And if you will say that among these that are fit to enter into the congregation, aval hay de'enroil lovavka lo. But those that are not fit to enter the congregation, that's not the case. If you want to limit what Rabi Yossi is saying, minoli, where do we derive that from? Meaning, why isn't it, pshita, obvious, according to Rabi Yossi? The It is derived from the halacha, the koin and an almona. Ma koin godol balmona shekeim yoso that just as the koin and an almona their union is prohibited we have countering that the case of a hollow so hollow should prove to the contrary that hollow is allowed to marry a jewish girl The hollow his father was a coin let's say he married a uh, a divorcee. So, so he's not allowed to do that. His child is a cholo, even though he didn't do anything wrong. Unlike the coin Godal and Almona. So you have a psul even without an itzer. But now we're pushing back on that. Just as a cholo, there is an element of sin. I mean, Even though he didn't do a sin, but he was born through a sin. A koin should prove that that's not necessary because a koin gadol is not born through sin. And from these two cases, you should derive what is the common denominator? That he is not eligible broadly to enter into the congregation and his daughter is not allowed. So to hear our case of Bas Geramoni. So I would say that it's Enobir of and Bitapsula. So therefore you would have a Hiddish that Rabbi Ochanan is telling you, according to Rabbi Ossi, against this Limud, that in fact. Shira Basque Monica Shira at the corner. Mala trashavish behan, she kain yesh Ah, you do have a tad that there is a tad a Let's see Rashi. Minoli, mino tasi lon the high the bishum to ain Roy of beat of sugar. Yesm sha gerim. Oh, Monica sain Where would I derive this halacha that Yohana is teaching for saying it's in the name of Rabbi Yossi Why would I think That this is more restricted than other garin? Their daughters are permitted right? the, the Ammonis herself is permitted so bas Armoni should be Parshid calling the in Ba Bito Halolo Upsula Kuna The Koingodo with an almana So they're not allowed to get married. If he did, so the child is a Khalala and invalid to marry other Kohana. Malkongado Shame Biasobavero. Tomar Bamoni Shinos Amonis Shame Biasobavero Marrying the Almana, the widow. So that prohibited. But the male gear Amoni is allowed to marry a female Geiris from Amoni. Amonis There's no prohibition there. The Amoni is allowed to marry a Cholo who prove from a male Cholo that he is allowed to marry Bas They be also there's no restriction. So if a Kohen marries a Grusha, they have a, a son, that son is a Cholol, that Cholol is allowed to marry Israelis. Nonetheless, the daughter is not allowed to marry a Kohen. Even though there's no prohibition for the Cholol to marry Bas Yisra. But just as a Cholol is formed through sin, shebiyas aviv v'imau b'aveira, even though he didn't do anything wrong, the Cholo, but his parents did to make him a Cholo. But say that Amoni is different from Amon. He was not created in a sinful manner, even though going way, way back, Amon is considered a type of Sulmanzer, even though it's before Manzeros. But nonetheless, it's not the Etsen that he's coming from, Aveiro. Can prove from godo she'ein Rosso Koin is not coming from Aveira, obviously is Koin And nonetheless, Bito, his daughter from Amona, is not allowed to marry Kohana. What is the common denominator? They're not allowed to marry into the broader community. They're not like the rest of the majority of the Jewish people. They have some invalidation. Koin Godol, they also Aveira. Cholo, it's Aveira. The Koin gado, that he had a, an illegal relationship with the the amona, so that's the the tzad pogum. The cholol yitziras bevera. He was born from an illicit relationship. Amoni ain't a and amoni has the tzad Pogom that not allowed to marry into the Jewish people. So tzad avera bas kain gadol yitziras bevera bas cholol. Avia Toma Avia So we're still holding fast to Arkasha that it should be poshit according to Biosi, that Bas Geramoni is Mutter to marry a coin, the daughter of an Ammonite convert should be able to marry a coin. Because an ammoni is not included, the daughter of the ammoni should not be included in the invalidation that is shared by Koin and Almana, that their child, their daughter, is a Halala, or the daughter of a chalala, whose daughter in turn is prohibited to kuhuna, also chalala, because both of those have absul either in their own act, coin godal and the Almana or through the, the birth of the halal from his father and his mother that were not allowed to be married. Masha came and what is not so by the Amoni. There's no Avera, no sin in the formation of this Bas uh, the, the, the birth of the Amoni uh, nor in the in the marriage. He married uh, a there's no, there's no prohibition. So, certainly, this daughter should be allowed to marry a coin. It should not be excluded from the Tadashavah of, of Kohen Gadol Bamono and a Cholo. So, therefore, we still need to understand what was Ula saying in the name of Rabbi Yochanan. That's not obvious. Dilma Bamoni Shinosa Basi Perhaps the Kiddish, that Rabbi Yochanan is telling us is about an Ammoni, a male from Ammon, that converted, who married a regular Jewish girl. And there it's prohibited. He's not allowed to marry a Jewish girl. He's allowed to marry Giaras. But that we said is Pashit, that that daughter is permitted to marry a Kohen, even the Kohen Golo. But in this case, this Ammoni who converted is marrying a Jewish girl, from birth, so there the relationship is prohibited, and the chedesh is bitok Nonetheless the daughter is permitted to marry koin. Amalay. and that is correct. also when ravin came, he said in the name of B'yohanon, "Bas ger Amoni, the daughter of a convert from Amon, and the daughter of a second generation Egyptian. The Yoghran says they are permitted. Rishlokish says they are restricted from entering into the congregation. Rishlokish the excludes them saying that they are comparable to the case of Gadol and Nalmana whose child is not the daughter is not permitted. The not permitted to marry coin. Rabbi Yochanan Amak Shera. Rabbi Yochanan says that that the daughter is permitted, bas geramoni and bas nisracheni. The Tani Rabbi Zakai, kamed Rabbi Yochanan, tapav ein zayin as was taught by Rabbi Zakai, before Rabbi Yochanan, keim isha. The Cohen Gadol is required to marry. A besulo me'amov, a maiden from his nation, that is who he must marry. gi'eris me'kano, to include a convert whose both both parents were converts. Let's catch up on Rashi. I'm going lay well, come on, y'all, me'amov. We're going to derive this from the drush of me'amov. Bas geramoniu misrisheni, shenosu basisra Biosam bavero. So these two cases were cases that Rabbi Yehoshua says the daughter is permitted to marry kain, even though the Jewish girl is not allowed to marry them. What's the drasha? Rashi says, "Letani Rabbi Zakai." Here is how we derive the source for Biyochenan's p'sak that even though the union is prohibited, the result, the daughter is permitted to marry a kohen. Drasha ki me amo isha la habi giyares mekano mekano shehik shere lekahuna she is permitted to marry a kohen giyares mekano mimekhona kilomar me avia vimo me amechor that her parents are both from one nation, another nation, but she was born in a state of sanctity, meaning after her parents converted, to the exclusion of a convert from Amon, who married a Jewish woman, that she is not, the daughter is not coming from both sides being converts, since the relationship between the Ger Amoni and a Jewish girl is prohibited, so that would lead towards saying that the daughter is invalid, not allowed to marry coin. ani Anishone, Amov, Me Amov, Lahavi mi Bez Amen. said, I have a bigger drasha, more expansive than what you said. Amov, Me Amov. Since the Torah could have said, "The maiden from his nation, Ika, that's who the Kohanim should marry. me amo, amo, but the verse does in fact say me amo, even from the minority of the nation. And you say just a convert whose ancestry on both sides. Were from non-Jewish uh, ancestry. Ma ishne amin. What are these two nations? Ammonish If you say the two nations that Rabbi Yochanan was saying means amoni, a male from Ammon who married a female from Ammon after they converted, had a daughter. Ma ishne Why is that called from two nations? Dizchar just because the, the males are prohibited and the females are permitted, that's still no different. That's the same thing as a woman who is born from convert ancestry on both sides, her, her father's and mother's side. So it's no rebui to Darshan from me'amov. Rather, what is the ribui that we derive from me'amov? As Rashi says, me'miktas amo. It means a male convert from Amon who married a Jewish girl, even though that was prohibited, the daughter is permitted to marry a coin, and even coin gala. Ikadamri, an alternate version, Amar ani me Amov lavi Amin that Rabbi said in response to B'zakai, I teach, I learn that Me'amov, the drasha, the added mem, is coming to include a maiden, and from a nation that has two separate components. Meaning, from Amon, or Moab, that is broken down to the males and females. In contrast, you say that... All we derive from Amov is to include a woman whose parents converted, but not anymore. and according to this second version, Bas Mitrisheni, Aminole. how do we know that the daughter of a Mitsrisheni? So Mitsri Shane is the second generation Egyptian who's not allowed to yet marry into the Jewish people. His children will be allowed to. But Mr. Shani is already, is still prohibited. But if he did marry a Jewish girl, had he you know that their daughter is allowed to marry a Cohen? Let's catch up in Rashi. This is explaining a slightly different version that the two Ammin is referring to amoni, same thing. That instead of being just a ribui to include a geiris mikano, a woman whose parents converted, there's an extra ribui over here of a Yisraelis who married a ger that is shne ammin, it's broken down to different halachas for males and females. That would be amoni. And also, the product of such union would, would be permitted the girl would be permitted to marry if she is Basula the coin god so how do we derive that the daughter of a second generation Egyptian who marries a Jewish girl prohibited in a in a prohibited way? How do we know that their daughter is permitted, according to Rabbi Yochanan? Because by Mitzri, you don't have shne Amamin. This is the only question, according to the Lishna, uh the the, the Amri, the second version. Because he derives shne Amamin is unique to Amon or Moab, but not to Mitzri. Because Mitzri, as we said, like the Tanakhamo, does not differentiate between the males and females. All first two generations are prohibited. So there, how does Rabbi Yochanan derive... That the the daughter from Mitsri Sheni and Yisraelis will be permitted to kngal. Shele kngal nolik. V'chi teimod yalef me'Amoni shnos ba'zisrael, and if you'll say that it's derived from Amoni, who married a Jewish girl. Mal Amoni shnos ba'zisrael, she kain nekevos mataros. Mitsri Sheni shnos Mitsri Shniya Yochia. If you'll say that you should learn from Amoni. Who married a Jewish girl? So that is prohibited. But nonetheless, so so yes, so Mitzri Shane, who marries Basisrael, is prohibited. Why don't we say both cases are parallel, that the daughters should be permitted? Say it's like a mamatzino. No. Don't say that. Because the daughters of Amon and Moab are anyway permitted. It gave us Mutaros. So what do we have? We have two alochas. We have Amoni marrying the convert from Amon marrying a That's according to the Amri, derived from the Shnei Amamin of Amon or Moav, as two components, differentiation between the males and the females. That is the, the Drasha that permits the daughter from this prohibited relationship to marry a coin. What about Misri Shani? So, that we're, we're trying to prove that the daughter of a Misri Shani with a Abbas Yisrael should be permitted also. How do we know that's the case? We're assuming that's the case, according to Biochan as well, according to the Ikeda Amri. So, Mitzri-Sheni, Shenosim mitzri those two are permitted. So the second generation, by Mitzrim, there's no difference between males and females. So, they're allowed to get married to each other. And their children are permitted to enter into congregation. So that should be a proof. Mitzri-Sheni, Shenosim Mitzri-Shenia, Shkenen-Nbiyosabavayro. There's nothing wrong with that union by the second generation of Egyptians, and their children are allowed to enter into the congregation. We should prove from Ammoni Yisro the male who converted from Ammon, who marries a Jewish girl, so that's a prohibited relationship, and their daughter is permitted, as was derived by Yochanan, to, to marry a coin. So that should prove. <laughs> the daughter of a second generation of an Egyptian who marries a Jewish girl that's prohibited how does Reb derive that that girl is permitted to marry a coin? just as an Amoni that the women are permitted right away the amonis that she herself converts can marry into the jewish people as happened with rechavon <speaking in Hebrew> say by the second generation of the egyptians <speaking in Hebrew> that the terrorist has a prohibition against them both males and females shloshadars until the third generation mr <speaking in Hebrew> shani let us prove from the second generation egyptian who married the second generation egyptian their daughter is permitted because she's a third generation even though they have a stringency get as we stated that the stringency being that the prohibition of Mitri is both males and females nonetheless they are permitted so too we're presenting according to Rabbi will we include this one as well meaning the daughter from a Mitzri Sheni with a Bas the Mitzri Sheni, who marries a Mitzri Shenis, their daughter is Kshira So this product of the Mitzri Sheni and a will not be worse than a Mitzri Shlishis, which would be Kasher Tikuna. The Tzar Shavah is that both of them are not berev of there's a restriction, and yet their daughters are permitted to marry even into kohanim. On Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef says, this is what I heard, the Rav Yehuda Amov, me'amov, the Rav taught, the drasha of amov and me'amov, we derive more from me'amov, I didn't know originally what he was talking about, but now it's been explained, this drasha of me'amov, to include what Rav Yohanan said, that a ger amoni who marries a yisra even though it's prohibited their daughter is permitted to marry a coin he also rav shmuel bar yehuda when rav shmuel bar yehuda came amar hachi he taught as follows tanaka was taught before him isha amonis sheira, a woman from amon is permitted apostle and her son from an amoni convert is invalid to enter into the congregation will be a and her daughter from an ammoni is permitted the medvaraamurim when were these words stated? by the um, amoni and ammonis the two both coming the converts from amon and now, the male and female they converted together. However, her daughter from Amoni is invalid. That's the conclusion of this brazo. Amar so lei. Say said to him. Puk tani libra. Go and teach this outside. Let's see Rashi. That's what Rabbi Yosef said, that he understands the drosha now of Me'amov, teaching you to, that Rabbi Yochanan is using that drosha to matter up Abbas Amoni who married Abbas Yisrael, uh, 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 coming from Eger Amoni who married Abbas Yisrael, that daughter from that union is permitted to go in. Rabbi Zakai, Rabbi so Rabbi, Rabbi Zakeh taught before Rabbi Yohanan, this raisa Isha Monis Khulu, Far Shlal Kumar's going to explain how to understand this. Amalei Pukta never. So Rabbi Yohanan responded, Go and teach this outside. the Kama. The first teaching, that the woman who came from Amon, and she converted, she's allowed to marry into the congregation, that you said correctly. De Vlo because the drasha is only the males from Ammon are prohibited; the females are permitted. Uba and that which you said, the next statement, that her son from an Ammoni is invalid, cannot enter into the congregation. Nami da that also is good, because he is from Ammon. He is considered an Ammoni. He is a male line from Ammon. Bita sheira, says the Gemara. What is the case of the final statement of this Bride Avo, That's when you have Mamoni Psula. But her daughter from an Ammoni is invalid, cannot enter into the congregation. Omar Le, Sir said teach this outside, meaning it's not really an accepted teaching it's incorrect Ma'ida that which you said amonis ksheira amoni vlamonis that is straightforward that the woman who converted from amon is permitted to marry into the congregation because of the drasha amoni amonis, amoni apostle, and her son from an amoni is also invalid Amoni, because he himself is saddled with the restriction as an amoni a male from amon ubita me amoni ksheira but the final statement of the Baisa, and her daughter from Anamoni is kasher, what is that talking about? Ilemah, Love kahal, if you say it means to marry broadly into the Jewish people, hashda imakshera, if the mother herself is allowed to marry into the Jewish people, what's the havamina that her daughter is any worse? The mother is not in a worse position, the daughter is not in a worse position than the mother, and the mother is mutter is permitted to enter into congregation. So what's the Khidrish? <speaking in Hebrew> Rather, this final statement is talking about not a to love of a call, but a hatter to marry Kohanim. Not just that she can marry into the Jewish people, but specifically to marry Kohanim. When is this being stated? By Amoni and Amonis, that both converted. Avo Bito psula. But the final statement, her daughter from an Ammoni is not allowed to marry Intekuhuna. Mai Bito Mamoni. What is it referring to? Her daughter from an Ammoni Mekano. If it means an Ammoni who married an Ammonis, that's a regular case of Giras Mekano. That we pass in like Rubyosi, that's always permitted. So what is the Kiddush of the Brahsah? It's talking about the case of Yoghana said is permitted. And Amoni, who married Abbas B'Iser. And on that, when we said Medvarmamurim, the end of the Braysah, the daughter from Amoni is not allowed. That's talking about. And Rabbi Yohanan says, that's not correct. It's not psula. Therefore, go teach it outside. Do not view this b'risa as authoritative. The last part of the teaching is not true. Says Rashi. If you say that her daughter from Ramoni is permitted in general, so of course that's true. The mother already is permitted to get married. The mother who converted... Of course, her daughter should be permitted. So the the girl who was not born in sanctity, she was born as a member of the nation of Amun. And now that she converted, she can marry into the Jewish people. So her daughter, her daughter was born in sanctity. boy, Is that a question? Rather, we're talking about to marry a Kohanim. The and then we said, the Medvar Murim, When were these words stated? By two members of the nation of Amon who converted together and they they had a daughter. That they're allowed to marry each other. They're both converts from this nation of Amon. That is the regular case of a girl whose ancestry is entirely from converts, which Rubiosi says is permitted bita Amoni psula, but her daughter from an amoni that is invalid. Umayhi, what is that case? If you amonius me'amoni. He say it's talking about a daughter from I an mean, Ammonis and amoni. mekano. That's the regular case of girus mekano, the woman whose ancestry, Jewish woman whose ancestry is from converts, exclusively chatula and that is permitted to marry Cohen. We already said in the Reisha, the daughter from an amoni, is permitted. What is the final case that the brisa excludes? It's talking about an amoni who married a Jewish girl. Since he's not allowed to marry her. So the brisa holds, like Rishlakesh said, that... That girl whose parents were not allowed to get married, even though you would think, why should she be any worse than her mother, who is an Ammonis, than, than a, a woman whose mother is an Ammonis, or her father is an Ammoni, why should she be worse than that? She is worse than that because the, her father, the Ammoni, was not allowed to marry a Jewish girl from birth, so since she's part of the a, a native Jewish girl and he he married her illegally, so according to the brisa, like Rish Lakish said, she's not allowed to join the Jewish people. And therefore, B'yohannath said, this brisa is not authoritative, teach it outside, but it's not really uh, to be taught as the Allah. Pok'tan Dona teach it outside, why? Because this one also is kosher. This girl is also permitted to marry Kohanim. shana amov, me because of the drasha of Me'amov from his nation, even Miktsas amov, as Rashi said, so, therefore, even in the case when the Ammoni married Abbas be'iser, their daughter can marry coin. This Brysa, the way Rabbi Yochanan is, is touching it up, is, is uh, fascinating. It's fascinating that Rabbi Yochanan does this. Tzorach I even mean, really. What the Hechroch is. Let's examine the Brysa again. We have three stages Isha Ammonis. Shera, that's obvious. Buna Mamoni, posol, also obvious. She's kosher because Amonis is permitted. Her daughter, I'm sorry, her son from an Ammoni man is also invalid. It's obvious because he's an Ammoni. The final stage, Ubita Mammonik Sheira. What does it mean, Ubita Mammoni Shera? What is that talking about? Ubita mamoni shera. And her daughter from an Amoni is permitted. And then we can, we limit that. Bemed varamurim, when is that true? Ba amoniamon moanis Avo bita psula. Meaning Bita Mamoni Ksha is when they're both Megaya. Her daughter from an Amoni is permitted when both the father and the mother converted. Aval Bita Mamoni Psula. But her daughter from Amoni is invalid. When they were not both Megaia. That's that's the khara we're saying over here. We're con- we're contrasting. Amoni And the final case of Bita Mamoni Psula is when they were not Nisgayro. When when the father was not Megaia psula. on that, Rabbi Yochanan says, it's not talking about Yisraelim. It's talking about Kohanim. Let's look again at Rashi. This final case of the B'raisa, what is the final case? That her daughter from an amoni that was not Megayr is not allowed to marry. If it would just be that they both converted, that's a regular case of Geras Mekano, of a convert, a woman from ancestors converted, which is certainly permitted, point of The Ha-Aksha'atola. The Ha-Tani Reisha Bita Memoni Shera. The Reisha of this brisa says that her daughter from an Ammoni is permitted. Elavadai Avadai Sefda Kobosalta Memoni Shnosa Bas Yisrael. This is where Rabbi Yochanan says that must be, the pshat of the, of the brisa is that the amoni that married Abbas Yisrael whose daughter is not eligible, means not, not excluded from entering into the congregation, but excluded from entering into marrying Kohanim. Bita me'anamoni psula means from kohuna Now what is the Hekroch to say this? What is the Hekroch to say this? Bita me'anamoni k'sheira when we're saying medvarmamurin, bamoni, vemoneshnis Gairo, that's that's if they converted. But if not, Avabita mamoni Psula. If the father did not convert, then she's invalid. That's the Pasha Havana of, of the Brahsa. Vyognan says it doesn't mean that. He's He says, What does it mean, Bita Mamoni Psula? Doesn't mean that her father is a non-Jewish Ammoni. That's the Pasha You're taking away Shiniz Gairu. Only she, the mother was Megair, not the father. And then, if you say that, it's not a stereotype Rabbi Yochanan said. Rabbi Yochanan says, that's not the case. It's not telling you. This is a Kiddush. Rabbi Yochanan is saying, don't learn the Brais HaKapshuta. If you learn the Brais HaKapshuta, Bita Mamoni Psula means that the daughter from a convert Woman from Amon and father who's not a convert from Amon, she is invalid. Say that it's talking about invalid for Kahuna. That's what Riyochan says. Say that that's the case. Raby says that's not what the Braissa is talking about. What is the Bryce talking about? The case that, that he has been championing all along. It's talking about a convert from Amon who marries a Basisra. Bita Mamoni Psula is talking about that case. Which is a bit of a stretch. Bita, we're talking about Amonis in the beginning of the Brysa Nonetheless, he's motivated shuta, and so the Braisa is talking about that case, and therefore the Braisa is wrong. Rabbana Shalom, why doesn't he learn the Braisa Kapshuta? Say, Avobita Mamoni Psula means her daughter, the Giyaris, Ammonis, from an Amoni who is not megayer. Say their daughter is possible to marry Kahuna. Why not say that? For some reason, Rabbi does not want to say that. Can you read? Can you read? does not want to say that. That's, that's a big chidesh. That's an easier read in the Raisa. Because the Raisa is talking about Bita. The, the beginning of the Raisa is clearly talking about a woman who converted from the nation of Amo. That's who Bita should be going on. That's a, her daughter. Who is her daughter? This woman. Bjorgden says, he says, no, that's not what it's talking about. It's her daughter, a Jewish girl, her daughter from an Ammoni convert. And since the Bryce is saying that's possible, so the Bryce is wrong. Pilip why is Bjorgden doing this? I don't know why Bjorgden is doing this. I'm not sure what's pushing him. After he holds that Saying the the case kipshuto would just push it not be true, meaning could be Rabbi Yochanan's holding that bita mamuni psula the Pashapshat, of a convert, a woman who converted from Ammon, who has a child with a non-Jewish man from Ammon, her child is not psula to marry Kuna. And therefore, B'yohanan doesn't want to say that that's the b'risa. He knows that his position is controversial, apparently. That's, that's mavur. That's this, Shakhla B'zharia with Rabbi So he'd rather say the b'risa is talking about the, the other side of his position, Rishlokish's side, that it's a machlokis about this, the ger from Moab, or Amon, who marries a regular Jewish girl, in a prohibited fashion, there's a machlokis about the daughter. Can she marry a coin or not? But to just say a regular case of a convert or a Jewish girl, for that matter, whose father is from Amon or any non Jew, to say that that child is invalid for marrying kahuna, Rabbi Yochanan does not want to say that, even though that's the easiest way, L'chur, the easiest way to read the Bryson. Perhaps. This is where the Ramam is coming from to a certain degree The Gemara earlier Mem heya Aleph, Speaks about this case Nekulo the demachher Modu, All the Amurayim who are machher Who say That the Child from A case of intermarriage Where the mother is Jewish and the father is not Jewish They say the child is kasher they nonetheless concede that the child is pogum not allowed to marry Kohanim. That's what the Brisa is talking about. That's the easy way to read the Brisa. That's when both were Magaya. That's when you say the third part of the Brisa the Ammoniwanah, the Ammonis, she nizgayru. That's when you say, "Bita me Ammonik sheira." Avo Bita Ammoni psula. When it's not Nizgairu, her daughter from a non-Jewish Ammoni is invalid for kihuna. As Rabbi Yochanan said, you learn the brayso that way. That would go like all the Amaray. The kul Amaray, the Machsheirit. All the Amorim that say that this child isn't allowed to enter into the congregation, marry a regular Jew, they admit that this child, from intermarriage, the mother is Jewish, the father is not Jewish, that child cannot marry Cohen, according to all the Moran. Apparently, Ryochanan is not even willing to entertain that that's shot in the Bresa. says that's not what the Brace is talking about. The Bresa is talking about his case. Ger Amoni, who marries the Yisraelis, the Iser. Raisa says psula. He says the raisa is wrong. Teach it outside. Philip In terms of how to paskin about this question, the riff is not sure. The conclusion seems to be, many say, that the child is kosher from a case of intermarriage, where the mother is Jewish, the father is not Jewish, the child can marry into the Jewish people, and it does not say that the vlad is pogum. Even though that certainly is the mashmos. That's what Argammar reads. We none, and we, Miss Safklin, we're not sure. a pogum ilo. We're not quite sure. It doesn't actually say explicitly And the halacha is That the child is not eligible to marry Kohanim It just says the halacha is The child is kasha. So Riff is not sure He knows there are those who say That it is kasha For Kahuna as well But he's not sure He's not so sure the rush doesn't share the Rift's question. He says Poshit. it's pagam La Kahuna. Now just to defend, uh, the way we read the, read the Gemara, the Gemara is mashma that the all agree that the child is Kashit to marry into the Jewish people, but the Vlad is Pogam La Kahuna, cannot marry So the Namocha Yosef says that Part of the suffolk is based on the Gemara Has a shock of after this That yes, the child is kosher But nobody wants to marry this child So It's mashma The Gemara says mm-hmm. That he has an etza go somewhere where they're not going to recognize him And marry a regular Jewish girl so it's mashma. me'kol ha'ni Mashma. she'hoi amotar af l'kuhunah. Mashma amotar all the way? Lo'chayish, l'f'sl'kuhunah. They didn't say that he has to make sure not to marry a kohen, or the daughter can't marry a kohen. It's not a raya, u'chachas. Certainly, the eitzah going to Golos could just be to marry Bas Yisrael, kibshutah, Bas not... Not to marry into Kohanim. Bas Yisrael is not Musar from this Pogom uh, Bas can marry Also, it's, it's a it's a to to me it seems like a, a fairly weak raya. When the Gemara does say, at least our version of the Gemara does say, have Pogom The Rosh disagrees with the Riff's question. But, Any can mock moklam sheep bas sofik. I don't see why. The Riff has any question here. All the Amorim who say the child is kosher to marry into Jewish people. Agree! The child cannot marry into Kuhunah. So, he doesn't understand. Why is the Riff on the fence about this? And that's how the tour paskins, and that's how Shulchan Aruch like the Rush. The Ramban is also Mesopic. Ramban is not so short. And one could argue that the Ramban's psaq is really the Halach Mai psaq. Fizeh, says Ramban, Kimen paskinon hilchasa avlad kasher, lafuke <laughs> imamzir, v'lo baskinan pogum v'lo the l'kuna, v'la v'sofek, iker v'shu Shubin Levi, Rav Yosef, ikerav, v'Rav Yehuda v'Rava. V'zeh otamashlar beno agadol zah, v'la amar as the Rif's Sufik, Harry Paskin, concerning Kohanim, is the daughter from a Jewish woman and a non-Jewish man permitted to marry Kohanim? Unclear, says the riff. Nishum, the Scribe Paski Alaha, Eich Shirua, Velo Horba Lahater Lakuna, Lat Lahater Lakuna. did say explicitly. We have a Hater for Kuna. Voro minam Per Ketsad, Ladervino Yisra Paskal Mikri does have a status of a Jew with some psalm. No strong proof. So the conclusion says the Ramban. Mistabra. What is lamaisa? Mistabra. Disfeku. That it's a doubt. coin. And this woman should not marry a coin. So the daughter of a Jewish woman and a non Jewish father should not marry a coin. Inamine kevohi asurlo. She is prohibited to him. Imnasa e motsiyem But if they do get married, we don't force them to get divorced. Bavlad Safiq And the status of the child is a safek Hala. So that's the Rambam's sack. The Rosh says, "Pogam lukuhuna, definitely answer. Rambam says, with Rif, Safiq, and the practicality that Safiq is, tell them not to get married. If they do, we don't force them to get divorced. The R- Rambam permits the marriage. The Rambam says, no problem. Perek Tazvav, Elocha Gimel, Eni Surabiyah. Goy ve'evad abob at Yisrael. Avlad Koshet. Just says Koshet. No Pogom. Does not mention a word about Pogom. Says Hagos Maimonious. Yerushalmi Isa, ta'filohokhi imhaisa avlad nekeva psula min ha-kahuna. Yerushalmi says, she can't marry a coin. Ch'en mash mektas b'talma didon. I don't know why he's so light-handed. He says, "Mashmaktsas." Sounds a little bit like that. So little. The Rosh doesn't think it's so little. thinks there's no room for doubt. I'll go upon him, the Rambam is mater all the way. the hava'na of Rabbi Yochanan, we paskin like in the Brisa, is a strong support for the Rambam. Why? Does the Raman say that there's no Psul, no pogam like uh? Byochna is not willing to entertain a braisa to that effect. He'd rather interpret the brisa as being against his psack. The Ger Amoni marries Israelis, say the brisa says that she's not allowed to marry Kahuna, and he says she is allowed to marry Kuhuna. He's not willing to say Kipshuto, the simple interpretation of the brisa is talking about this case. And saying that she's possible. He must hold that she's Ksheira, that she's allowed to marry Kohanim, the daughter of a convert from uh, Ammonis, who marries a, a, a non-Jewish man from Ammon. The b'risa says Sula. And Ruchan says, No, that's that's not what it's talking about. For sure that's Kshaira. That not just Kasha, love of the call but also for Kohanim, No pogam lakuhuna. As I mentioned, Shulchan Aruch past like the Rosh. Yisrael, Shobal achas me'elu, avlat kemosa, ve'er me'elu chutz me'mamzah, Shobal b'as Israel avlat kasher l'kahal. The cases we're talking about, besides Mamzer, which is an exception, Nesinim, Amoni, Mo'avi, Mitzri, Adomi, all these cases. So the halacha is, avlat kasher, they, as non-Jews, have a child with a jewish woman the vlad is kosher lakal allowed to marry a jewish man or woman the child is kosher love lakal nonetheless that child is not allowed to marry a coin that's a sack of shulpanor like the tour like the rush says the bishmoa harif nesopik vizeh the Rif's not sure about this Imhem pegumim Lakahuna. the random Halaharoshka, tempkum lacuna, mekavahome, congola baba, a la mona, shibna pogum, apish ain is a shabako, cabahome, ybah echam eilu, codems, abasisra, bad pogum lacuna. Lapsak haloha nere, the hara says the Beshmo, had a paskin. The eved ain Motzin, like the Rambam says. The eved, if they do get married. This girl, whose mother is Jewish, father is non Jewish. In Amoni, Moavi, Mitzri, Adomi, or other nations, if the daughter marries a coin, do not force them to get divorced. this is the The Because, according to the Ramman, it's permitted. This girl can marry a coin according to the ramman So, it's to be motzi by law. So, you will not do when you have a ramman saying, Kasha. la the And of course, according to the Rif, the also, emotziyem is saphik. I'm sure it's mashal, so that that is the psak of the bishmoh. Et also but still the vlad is saphik halo. The vlad is saphik halo. Not going to help for the next generation. Also, have the same shadow on their lineage. Also, the arach sholchan, kusi or eved, kusi or eved this is in Provus Mandalat Sifjid Gimel, Narachachal. Bain sheep, Nuya Bain sheep, ish, a vlad kosher. Non Jew. With a Jewess, the child is kosher. El Shepelmakuna. But not allowed to marry coin. Bainosheem, a vlad, <laughs> in a cave up Sulakuna. The Kavahomer Monokan gadol shall beat up Sulakuna. The Kolshkin becahagavna. The H. Rabbisano Shemistatkin Buzeh. Shiny. Some are not so confident about this kal The Rambam says that she is permitted and does not say she's pagam la and therefore What do we say? Like the Bishmole said. So the Rambam, together with the Riff and the Ramban, v'avladu But nonetheless, the vlad is a safik halom another reason we could say where the Ram is coming from again to say Kshara is the fact that Rabbi Yochanan is not willing to learn up the Brysa Kipshuta to say the Brysa Kipshuta means that this case when they were not Megaya and only she was Megaya, and the father is still Amoni say Pesula no because he holds that's Pasha Kshara we don't say Pagamakohana that's a Siwa. Passing like also in his interpretation of the price, and not conceding this point.